are tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Welcome to the first episode of Nerd Overload Spooktacular Spooktober. Uh, you'll notice no difference whatsoever in the show, but it's extra spooky. Maybe there's a ghost. I don't know. Yeah, some skeletons. Maybe maybe there'll be sounds of rattling bones in the background. I don't know. That's Ooh. just me because I'm old. Yeah. Is it is it a full moon out because werewolves? Ow. <laughs> if you think about it, we all have skeletons inside us. No. This room is just full of skeletons. Yeah. If you if you believe hard enough. <laughs> If you clap your hands, a skeleton will clap with you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm Sam. I'm Josh. I'm Samantha. And I'm Cody. Hey, everybody. Thank you all for tuning in this week. We have a great show for you. A uh, bunch of news to go over, but and if you're a normal listener, you'll know what I'm going to say next. Let's talk about some things we've been checking out. And I know, Cody and Samantha, you guys have a bunch of Halloween spooky spook spook movies yes. uh, to uh, go through. Um, do you mind if I get mine out of the way real quick? Go for so it. That, because I know you guys have like two weeks worth of stuff. So uh, I did three real quick things this week. I, about a week and a half ago, got a chance to go down and catch MC Chris in concert down in Columbus. Nice. MC Chris is a uh, nerd rapper. He raps about all sorts of nerdy things like Star Wars and Harry Potter and all sorts of other stuff. The concert was okay. <laughs> Why do you say that? Well, there were some... I mean, the the concert itself was fun. It was him doing his entire album, uh, MC Chris is Dead. I guess this is like the 10th anniversary of the album coming out or something like that. It was kind of peppered with some, some issues. Uh, there was a guy who threw his beer into the crowd and stormed out. There was an accusation. Well, that leads into the, the next thing. Okay. And I don't want to get into it too deeply because this is a positive show and I want to stay positive, but MC Chris has a costume contest at all of his shows for this tour. Uh, the guy who won the costume contest was immediately uh, called out by a, a woman in the crowd for being a sexual harasser uh, from like back when they were both in college. And the guy left of his own accord because you know, you, believe the the victim over anyone else and another guy got ticked off at that and threw a full glass full of beer into the crowd and stormed out and it brought the entire concert to a screeching halt like 30 wow. minutes in yeah it was an interesting time yeah it, it spurred uh mc chris to go on about a 15 minute uh, tirade about that as he is one to as do. he is one to do and you know it's his right it's his show and it was i mean he was talking about you know a positive cause but it really 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 brought the show down like a lot <laughs> yeah there was that and there was a bit at the end where he mentioned that uh you know if you like his music go to his uh gofundme because he's broke Oh, yeah. Apparently he um, spent a bunch of money. Uh, he paid a concert promoter uh, a few years ago and then the concert promoter didn't get him any tours for a year and took off with his money and he's out. He was out like 40 grand when it came to Jesus. tax time. So he is completely broken. That's why he's doing the tour. I don't think that's what artists usually tell their crowd <laughs> during their uh, during his thing, during their shows, you know, uh, they usually just say, hey, thanks for coming out to the show, buy the merchandise. They usually don't say, hey, I'm broke as a joke, so donations are great. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, so it was an interesting time. I enjoyed the music. Uh, the opening act, uh, Lex the Lexicon artist, was fantastic. She's a uh, rapper out of uh, California who does uh, equally nerdy, geeky stuff. Really, really good uh, uh, flow, really good um you know, rhymes and stuff and, and topics of the rap. I definitely check her out. Her stuff is great. I don't know if I'll go back to see MC Chris anytime soon. I will eventually because, you know, it's MC Chris. You got to. And he did end the show by doing Fett's Vet and everybody rapped along and that was pretty <laughs> fun. Uh, unfortunately, we can't play any of his music on the show because there are no radio friendly versions of any of his songs, really. Not even Hoodie Ninja. Huh. I looked up the lyrics. That was, that was in a Honda commercial. That was, well, the 
<laughs> 10 seconds that they could play of Hoodie Ninja was in a Honda commercial. It's a shame because that was one of the ones from the album. So he did that show, that song during the show. But uh, I would say go check it out. Uh, it's still a good rapper. I still enjoy all of his stuff. It was just that concert was just tossed him a couple bucks because he's apparently broke yeah he is yeah it sounds like he is just just not doing hot <laughs> he's not getting that aqua teen money anymore he's not yeah he's, yeah yeah uh let's see the other thing i checked out was oh, oh you oh, know ahead. adult swim screwed him on that oh you know they course. did oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> well plus he sunk a whole bunch of money into like that uh, mc chris cartoon that he wanted to do which was very ago. good. It was very good. That that pilot was excellent, and it went nowhere. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I hate to see the guy in, in bad shape. You know, if you have a few bucks, go buy his album or whatever. You know, at least try to get something out of it, I suppose. But, like, yeah, I don't know if I'd go back anytime soon. But when he comes back around, you know, you never know. Um, the other thing I checked out was uh, Venom. That movie came out over the weekend. Uh, I'm going to get into a few light spoilers here just because... There have been a lot of reports uh, that from critics saying that it was uh, a terrible, horrible garbage fire, that no one should watch it. I enjoyed it. It was okay. It uh, Asterisk, asterisk. Well, it definitely wasn't at the level of like an MCU uh, movie. It, wasn't, it definitely wasn't like a Marvel Studios, like Avengers or anything like that, of course. But it definitely had super, super strong vibes of like the old Sam Raimi Spider-Man or like Blade or some of those pre, you yeah, know. the first play, it's great. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Tom it, Hardy did a great job. Oh, go ahead, sorry. It wasn't Infinity War, but it wasn't um, Batman v Superman. No, definitely, <laughs> definitely not. No, I would I would say that it is above Ghost Rider 1 and 2, but below the X-Men franchise, somewhere kind of in that range, if that makes any sense. I would give it around, like, a notch above... Uh, daredevil uh, electra because tom hardy is great in it i think he does a great job as eddie brock as just just super loser schlub like down on his luck loser eddie brock and he does a fantastic job playing off of himself as venom because he did the voice for venom and from what i understand what he did was he recorded all the venom lines and then he wore an earpiece through the entire filming of the movie so he was reacting to himself to the voice in his head that was venom that he had recorded previously so it kind of added to kind of that. Um, but, but not like the earpiece that like Johnny Depp wears when he does <laughs> movies because he doesn't want to memorize the lines. No, no, not that. No, of course not. No, no. Wait, Tom, he does that? Tom Hardy has class. The, the last you... couple Pirates movies, he just had him feed his lines through an earpiece. Yeah. Are you surprised though? No. No. Like I said, Tom Hardy was great. Everything else around Tom Hardy was just okay. Like the love interest was all right. She was nothing. Her her storyline was fine, but like nothing nothing spectacular. I did like how the love interest is his ex girlfriend who is now dating a, a a very successful doctor. They don't make the doctor a jerk. They make the doctor actually a nice guy who also <laughs> wants to help Eddie get the Venom symbiote out of his body. Like mm. just like. You know, it's just like, hey, hey, you're you're the ex, but it doesn't mean we can't be, you know, friends, cordial and friends. The villain was rotten. <laughs> the entire life foundation as a whole and the main villain who I have uh, no interest in committing his name to memory. He is so forgettable. <laughs> uh, he ends up with the symbiote uh, riot attached mm. to him which in this movie is just a bigger venom with blades and is kind of silver. Mm. I thought for a minute you said Ryan. Ryan, like the yes. The symbiote's name was Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> I am Venom and I'm Ro- I'm and Ryan. I'm Ryan? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh Oh, and this is my brother Tad. <laughs> That's actually Venom's first name. Tad. Tad, Tad Venom. Tad, Tad Venom. Venom. <laughs> yes, just like just like Space Ghost. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the end fight is a lot of the set pieces were okay of, you know, they do a, a, a extended chase scene while with Eddie on a motorcycle and Venom like spider Manning around over like, you know, all the landmarks and, you know, San Francisco, which is, you know, pretty, pretty stock standard for that kind of movie. The end fight has a live action transformer syndrome where by the end of it, it's just a mess of nothing on the screen <laughs> animation like, and noise <laughs> it just likes it just looks like uh tom hardy punching some other guy with 
CGI blobs flying around him. It's kind of a mess. Is it like when they do the ink effects in Street Fighter? Yes, <laughs> actually, very much so. But it was enjoyable. It was fun. It was a good time. Uh, the after credits trailer sets up the movie that I think the writers wanted to do, which featured of uh, Carnage, the character Carnage, uh, played by Woody Harrelson, who was sporting a bright red afro <laughs> in this. He looked like like he was in a jail cell and talking like Hannibal Lecter, kind of, and he looked like Ronald McDonald. <laughs> uh, Silence of the uh, Silence of the Ham. Burgers. Silence of the hams. Silence of the steamed hams. hams. <laughs> Silence of the steamed hams. <laughs> At this time of day? No. Um, it was fine. It was enjoyable. I would say go check it out. Um, Did they say that the symbiotes were aliens? Yes. Okay. The symbiotes do come from space. They do say symbiotes and, and not symbiotes. Apparently, they went through and... Reposted. Uh, redubbed like, every point <laughs> where they said symbiote. Jenny Slate, you guys aren't going to see it, so I'm just going to tell you. Jenny Slate doesn't make it to two-thirds into the movie. Oh. Yeah. Well, now I really don't want to And she see has it. nothing funny to do. Oh. She is a serious scientist who gets murdered. That sucks. What Whoops a waste. Whoopsie What yeah. a waste. Very big waste. Uh, also, Hamburger Lecter. Hamburger Lecter. I like it. <laughs> robble, robble. <laughs> <laughs> Why and, would you get Jenny Slate and just... And just not do anything yeah. with her? I, I have mean, no idea. Godzilla did that with Brian Cranston. Not maybe yes and no. At least Brian Cranston was a huge, huge name and was in was an integral part of the first half. Ginny Slate had nothing to do. Mm. She I, she was a mousy scientist who was like the number two for the main bad guy, and then saw that they were killing homeless people. So she went, "Hey, hey, Tom Hardy, you had your career ruined by my company, but I'm going to tell you about how we're killing people." And then, like two scenes later, oops, a doops, she's dead. That's it. That's the end of Jenny Slate in that movie. Also, I think Brian Cranston being in Godzilla was, I don't think he was as big as he was when they filmed it, is my guess. It was... It was post-Breaking Bad. They filmed it post-Breaking Bad. Yeah, he was was big. He was a big big boy. He was a big boy. Big boy Cranston. You know, I had a third thing, but you guys would need to get to your to your stuff, so I'll skip it and go uh, leave that for next week. Uh, go for it, guys. Yes. Last year for the Halloween season, we watched a horror movie every day of the month of October, and we started again. Cool. Um, we, we've got two weeks worth of stuff because we didn't do a show last week. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, the first one we watched was Return of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a fantastic and great and fantastic movie. It's a good movie. It's okay. Uh, you just thought it was okay. I loved it. It was so corny and fun mm-hmm. and goofy. It's definitely it's definitely uh, funnier than the Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's 80s very goofy. Yeah, 80s goofy, schlocky horror movie. Uh, I would recommend it. You maybe wouldn't. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> what was next on the list? As Above, So Below. As Above, So Below is the best Tomb Raider movie they've ever made. <laughs> okay. Like, seriously, the main character is a is a British lady who uh, explores tombs and has dad issues. <laughs> wow. She is Laura Croft. It's like the lady that played her was auditioning for Laura Croft through this movie. Impressive. Um, <laughs> but it was a good movie, actually. They, they I've, heard go in, I've heard it's good. They go into the catacombs of Paris to find the Sorcerer's Stone. Which sounds like Tomb Raider once again. It does. Um, and they end up like, I, I don't know if I want to spoil it, but they... they stuff happens. Yeah. They basically go to hell. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Okay. And it was pretty good. It's found footage, which I normally don't really care for, mm-hmm. but it was fine. It yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense for the movie, and it was, it was pretty good. I would recommend that one. Uh, then we watched The Town That Dreaded Sundown. It was very dated. I mean, was, I've heard that. It's yeah. interesting because it's the first slasher movie. Isn't yeah, it? it's, it's mm-hmm. basically the first slasher movie ever made. And it's also based on a true story. I don't know how accurate it is to the true story. Mm. There is a scene where he tapes a knife to a trombone <laughs> and then stabs a woman with the trombone. Okay, that sounds kind of rad. <laughs> The highlight. It's the highlight of the movie. Yeah. You see him taping it like, what is he Now, is he doing? also playing the trombone as he's stabbing yeah. him? Uh, not very well because he, he wears a like a burlap sack bag over his head. Oh, okay. Which is pretty, 
scary. Yeah, he looks scary. Mm-hmm. Although there's a lot of just long shots of him breathing heavily in the mask <laughs> and it like sticking to his face and bubbling out. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like I said, it's very dated. It's and, interesting. But yeah, it's still not a bad movie. It's worth a watch. Okay. That one gets yeah, a but, worth oh, a watch. Oh, oh, the only thing about that movie is it has some humor. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot completely about the... Uh, there's a comic relief character that is not funny and adds nothing and is just it's weird rob schneider he might yes. as well be <laughs> what is his name spark plug yes. and it's <laughs> and it's funny how he's like a incompetent police officer and it's funny how he can't drive and, and yet his name is spark plug yeah he, he drives recklessly which is like i'm pretty sure an autobot name <laughs> yeah God, that sounds like something out of an earnest movie it basically it's that level <laughs> Wow. And there's some transphobic stuff. Yeah. Well, you get the, that for the time, I guess. One of the cops has the brilliant idea that they they set up basically bait cars, and one cop dresses as a woman, and the other dresses as the woman's date. <laughs> and they sit there, and they have a good yuck about that. If it sounds interesting to you, give it a shot. Why not? <laughs> you got nothing but an hour and 40 minutes to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Chernobyl don't... Diaries. Oh, isn't uh, that like a found footage one too? No, I oh. thought it was, yeah, but it's not. It. And it, it's filmed in like around Pripyat in the exclusion zone, but it is terribly generic and uninteresting. I think I remember hearing about that one that first came out. <laughs> yeah, it's a really cool idea for a movie and a good setup for a like a disaster, not a disaster movie, but a I don't know, help we're stranded in a radiation filled so empty the hill, city. So the hills have eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's very similar to that. But they don't do anything interesting in it. There's like uh, almost no special effects whatsoever. There's just you don't need that if you're effective. Yeah, but it wasn't. But it's just it just ends up being like zombies. There's like one kind of creepy mutant shot that startled me, and that was about it. <laughs> Otherwise, it was completely forgettable garbage. Yeah, warning. A bunch of these are stinkers. Yeah, I've I've had some bad. <laughs> Most horror movies tend to be. I, I've, that's not true. I've met. I've made some bad picks. Um, let's do a good one. Mom and Dad <laughs> was a very good movie with Nicolas Cage in it. Oh, nice. It's like a like. They don't zo- explain it. They don't explain it very well. Some well, at all. That's some kind of, of some kind of attack happens that reverses the parental instinct in parents to instead of loving and wanting to protect their child all of a sudden they just really want to kill their kid more than anything wow and okay it gets weird and like nicholas cage goes full throttle yeah he goes full cage (laughs) full cage which is makes it worth watching for that alone sounds good he says something i can't remember how the saws it all it saws it all (laughs) <laughs> but it's it's a good movie that one's on hulu yeah. so it's worth checking out a little gory yeah there's a couple things that got us like where i had to look away because it was like Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a good concept and a wild it's a wild movie that i would i would recommend yeah don't want to talk too much about it yeah watch it if you're into that uh john carpenter's the fog that we basically fell asleep during no yeah the fog yeah no that's that that tracks yeah it was not it did not hold my attention at all i don't even know what to say about it i mean (laughs) i think i'm pretty sure everyone's seen the movie yeah which i usually love john carpenter Mm-hmm. But this one was not good. It's just much quiet than <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I I don't usually watch a bunch of horror movies or scary movies or stuff. And I've seen The Fog, and yeah, it's uh, kind of a stinker. Oh man, if you guys can find it, you should watch Nightbreed. Oh, Nightbreed is awesome. We will put that on the list. That is a super good one. Based wonder... off the book, the novel uh, Cable. Cabal. Cabal. Yeah, super good. I love that one. Do you think they'll ever make the series though? They've been talking about it. Forever. They've been talking about it forever. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, we and then we watched Children of the Corn, the original which, one, the original so one. Funny. It was all right. It's all right. It doesn't hold up special. super well. Yeah, the Sci-Fi Channel remake was really bad at, at the time. It would have. It was like phenomenal, but yeah, now it just doesn't hold up. No, I agree with that. The like everything that happened doesn't. It didn't earn anything that it does. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's strife between the two main kids that, mm-hmm. uh, but they don't go into it enough to where it's interesting it just kind of happens and that's most of the movie 
Yeah. And they spend way too long at the beginning just farting around, mm-hmm. like not mm-hmm. doing anything and not establishing anything. They just showed up at the town. It's yeah. Fine. So I, I like honestly wouldn't really recommend that, even though I love Stephen King. Unless you just really want to see it. Yeah. Fine. If you want something Stephen <laughs> King, uh, go watch Castle Rock because it's very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> watch Piranha, which was... <laughs> Super schlocky and terrible and almost more of a softcore porn movie than it was a fish monster movie. Yeah, that's so that, that's boobs. about right. Yeah, so yeah. Many, so, so many boobs. So yeah. like 70s horror. Yeah. It's, Worse than that. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't have a problem with boobs. Okay, okay, okay. It's 70s Italian horror. It seems like a movie mm-hmm. out of time. It seems like a movie that would have existed before the internet happened. <laughs> yeah. Like, Just for 14-year-old boys. Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody goes to a horror movie to see boobs anymore. Like, right. that, that was the thing back that in the day. That was what you did, yeah. Yeah, but not in, like, mm-hmm. what, 2006, probably, when this movie was made. Like, it's weird. Yeah. Like, they literally have porn stars in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Like in fine. I mean, it, it had its moments, though, to be completely honest. Like the abject chaos that occurs mm-hmm. when the piranhas attack the spring break party was cut, was funny and entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't they do Piranha 3D a few, like about 10 years or so Three, ago? Where they, 3D double D. Yeah. 3D double D, where it was a super duper parody of Piranha. And Christopher Lloyd was like the crazy scientist or something. Christopher Lloyd is in the movie. Oh, he is. There's a lot of actually pretty good people in the movie. Really? Which is also confusing. (laughs) I think they were trying to go for like a Sharknado thing. Before there was a Sharknado. Yeah, but they don't go all in on that either. It's weird. Hmm. I mean, it's got Adam Scott and Elizabeth Shue and Christopher Lloyd, Ving Rhames. But it's... Jerry O'Connell or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, but it's just absolute schlock, like, garbage. Yeah. There's a lady parasailing topless, and she gets it underwater and gets the bottom half of herself. That, that's not just, that was not just a lady. That was Gianna Michaels. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, there you go. Which may be familiar to some of you. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I mean. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> I think this is the last one. Uh, or no, we got two more. Okay. We watched the original Psycho, which I had never seen Oh, before. dude, that one's really good. It was very yeah, good. The, yeah. O- the only thing about Psycho I don't like is the info dump at the end by that like uh, psychologist guy yeah. telling, oh, basically yeah. laying out the entire <laughs> plot of the film. Here's what happened in case you weren't smart enough to figure it out It yourself. all goes back to 10 years ago when... When he killed his mother, and this and that and the other, it's like you could have done without it. Also, Your audience also, is smart enough. Psycho did, Psycho didn't need like a hundred sequels. It only has uh, two sequels. Well, I guess technically three sequels. One of them was made for was a, a direct to HBO like made for TV movie. Uh, Psycho two is really good. Huh? Psycho, yeah, it's set twenty two years afterwards. He gets out of the the psych ward and it's him uh norman Bates trying to like put his life back together after he's been cured and someone is screwing with him huh there are murders happening and th- like things like signed by mother keep popping up and like you don't know if he's going nuts and it's like all happening again or if someone is messing with him or what but it's like legitimately good psycho 3 sucks uh <laughs> and psycho 4 the beginning is uh, a garbage fire and don't watch it. But yeah, Psycho 2 is definitely worth checking out. I wish I didn't know the twist because uh, I would have been like, whoa, but I knew it yeah. already. And that, that's the thing. Yeah, everybody kind of knows the twist at this point. It's, yeah. The the shower scene from Psycho is such a uh, cultural touchstone for so many different things. that, And it's still super suspenseful. Oh, it is. <laughs> it is. Fun fact, first movie to ever feature a toilet. A toilet, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was excellent. It holds up. It's great. Super good. Yeah. Super, super good. And the final one, which is the one we watched last night, The Boy, <laughs> uh, starring uh, Lauren Conrad from The Walking Dead and a porcelain uh, doll boy. Hmm. <laughs> she gets hired by this uh, English uh, old couple to come babysit or be a nanny for oh, their kid. Oh, I think I've seen trailers for this. Yeah. Oh, I remember this. To yeah. be the nanny for their kid, and she gets there, and the kid is a doll, and she has to act like it's a real boy. And it gets spooky. Yeah. And uh, 
I thought it was pretty good, honestly. Uh, it has really bad Rotten Tomatoes score, but I thought it was all right. Okay. It had a twist in it I didn't see coming. Should we spoil it? No. No? Okay. No. Kratos no. shows up. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Hank Hill, but that's a good joke, too. <laughs> the, uh, boy. The boy ain't right. <laughs> the baseball Batman from Walking Dead shows up now. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Negan. Yeah. Sure. Sure, sure, okay. But she was, Lauren Conrad was pretty good in it. I like that she was completely capable. Yeah. She wasn't like, Ooh. Only thing, she got locked in the attic, which is kind of weird. Yeah. It was a supernatural locking in the attic. Well. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was. I'm only guessing on slight Annabelle tracks here, so. Yeah. I want, I want a scary doll movie where you see the doll walking around doing stuff. Mm-hmm. They never do that. Child's, Child's play. play. <laughs> yeah, which is on Hulu. But I've I, seen yeah. Child's Play before, and he's—I want a creepy doll, not a. And then watch Killer Dolls from Full Moon. <laughs> That—that's not good. That I think there's a movie good. about Robert the doll, the actual haunted doll in Florida. Oh yeah. Oh, we should watch that. I love Robert the doll. <laughs> Just go on eBay and read some haunted doll like <laughs> descriptions. <laughs> Haunted doll watch. <laughs> but you, know, you don't see Annabelle moving around. You don't see the boy move. Well, there's a good reason for that. Mm. <laughs> uh, I had a quick one. It's just real fast. PSN uh, for PlayStation Plus, one of their things they gave out this month was the Friday the 13th game. Oh, yeah. Good luck getting any updates on that sucker because oh, I of know. the, the I lawsuit. Know. I know. <laughs> it is It is a buggy trash fire yeah oh no yeah, and unfortunately the devs aren't allowed to fix any of the bugs because they had to stop development on it because of the lawsuit but one of the funny thing is one of the alternate skins for the default um jason skin is the one from the video game where you're like purple yes. and blue nice. yes the uh the like the super weird colors that's yeah. awesome yeah it's really really cool that's about it i played a couple rounds of that and i was like oh man this is this is hard it's, this is rough it's fun um eh. it's incredibly difficult to win if you're not Jason, pretty it's much. It's actually very difficult to win if you're Jason too, because because <laughs> of the bugs. Because of the bugs, but uh, yeah, that's it. Yep. Okay. Cool. Well, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we get back, we'll get into some spooky, spooky news. We'll have less horror movies next week. I was working in the lab late one night When my eyes beheld an eerie sight For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the monster mash It was a graveyard smash It caught on in a flash did the monster mash from my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast the ghouls all came from their humble abodes to catch a joke from my electrodes they did the monster mash it was a graveyard smash it caught on in a flash they did the monster match. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. The scene was rocking, all were digging the sounds. Igor on chains, backed by his baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the monster mesh. It was a graveyard smash. Caught on in a flash. They played the monster mesh. Out from his coffin, Drax's voice did ring. It seems he was troubled by just one thing. He opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvanian twist? It's now the monster mash. 
It was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. It's now the monster mash. Now everything's cool, Drax a part of the band. And my monster mash is the hit of the land. For you, the living, this mash was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them Vincent sent you. Now you can monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. Now you can monster mash. Come now, my pretty. Do the monster mash. It won't hurt. I promise. <laughs> All right, and that was Vincent Price doing his cover of Monster Mash. From some movie. Something. I, I don't mean, know. I cut out a whole big, huge, like, soliloquy he did before it about, like, the spookiness of, like... How humans are the real monsters. Actual, like, you know, how <laughs> humans make weapons and also cars, I guess. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. But, uh, yeah, yeah, so we're doing Halloween songs all month, so buckle in. And speaking of spooky Halloween things, we have a news thing about a bat. Batwoman, that is. (laughs) I nailed it. Yes! So uh, the CW is doing a Batwoman show starring uh, Ruby Rose. We covered this a while back, right? Now I'm just thinking Beverly Hillbillies. Hills, that is. Hills, that is. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh God. But yeah, she yes. looks like Batwoman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the the news is there was a, a a like a teaser picture of her in the Bat Batwoman costume, and uh, she looks just like Batwoman. It looks great. Now Batwoman, we need to stress not to be confused with Batgirl. Two totally yeah. separate people, te- totally separate characters. This is Kate Kane. Uh, she was originally a character from the Golden Age that was brought, like, revamped and brought back. Um, Bruce Wayne's cousin. Bruce Wayne's cousin, yeah. Uh, one of the most prominent LGBT uh, superheroes in the DC universe. It's actually pretty neat that the CW is getting some kind of Bat family show. Yeah. That's huge. I'm excited for the show. I think it's going to be good. Um, I had some... Uh, reservations about Ruby Rose, but I, you know, more now that I think about it, I think she's good, going to do an excellent job. The thing that I am most excited for is the possibility of getting the question. I love the character, the question. Hey, I love the question too. All of their different iterations. Uh, Renee Montoya is great. I think uh, probably my favorite iteration of the question, to be honest. And th- that character's tied in very closely with Batwoman. Um, but what if they got Jeffrey Combs to be the question? I, you know what would be great <laughs> if they. In the comics, Jeffrey Combs was, uh, or the, Jeffrey Combs, uh, the original question was like dying of cancer or something and trained Renee Montoya to become the new question. What if we got Jeffrey Combs as like kind of half sick, the question going through and training? Because I, I love Jeffrey Combs. He's a could, great actor. <laughs> what if they cast Rosa from Brooklyn Nine-Nine as Renee Montoya? Yes, please. Yes, Oh my God! Yes, I would just like her to be in just every show. Yeah, me yeah. too. What's her name? Stephanie Beatriz. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's she's it. great. She's great. She has expressed interest in being America Chavez. Yes, please. <laughs> she looks like her. In fact, I think it was like last Halloween she had a uh, Miss America Chavez costume like made. I remember seeing pictures of yeah. it, and it was super great. Yeah, she should be in the MCU as America as, Chavez. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, bat, this Batwoman costume looks really great. The, if I had to have a complaint about it, uh, let me look at it one more time. If I had to have a complaint about it, the the fake hair that they have on the on the hood is fine. That's what how the, the character's costume looks. I wish it came down a little bit further on the head. It looks like she has a real high forehead. Or they me. just cut the top of the mask off. Yeah, or honestly. they could do that. Yeah, I think they've done that before they with have. later bat, bat yeah, women. Yeah, she just kind of mm. had like a domino mask kind with of. some bat ears. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I wish they would do that with this one unless they're going for like a big long mohawk style thing like the only hair that's in the mask is like just a mohawk so you can see like weird bat mask shaved plastic sides on the of the head. I don't know. Which that, that might I mean, work. That, I don't that know. That might work, but in this, in this one teaser picture picture yeah the uh the hair on the mask looks a little bit out of place but otherwise looks great looks right 
I mean, the biggest complaint I think I have is mm-hmm. I don't I think the cape could be bigger. Yeah. And more red. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And we don't know how this thing's going to look in motion it's on true. the show. It's Honestly, true. in this picture the cape looks a little spirit Halloween. It looks CGI'd on. <laughs> honestly, it looks like they drew that on in post. But uh, she will appear on Arrow first. Yep. Before getting her own series. Yep. Because everything has to spawn from Arrow. Yeah. I'm. Pff, why not? Arrow at this is point? the is the center of the. CW. It's the linchpin of the CW superhero universe. Yes. Whoever would have thought the air, the Green Arrow would be the center of anything anyone's universe <laughs> i mean who cares about green arrow uh the cw did when they decided they couldn't get a batman series <laughs> yeah yeah that's i'm not kidding yeah no are, i know you're right there I are know. so many batman jokes in the first season it's ridiculous i think sure. they should do a riverdale crossover with era <laughs> that would be great i'm not joking i think they should do it oh man speaking of Rip, did you see who they cast as a uh, jughead's mom no who oh, i can't remember her name uh gershwin she- Gina Gershon? Gershon. Oh, man, that's actually really good casting. That's actually really super good casting. Yeah, okay, right on, right on. I I love Riverdale. It's so stupid. (laughs) I need to go back to it. I gave up after that first episode, and I'm kind of regretting it because... It's book wild. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I keep hearing. I don't want to watch Riverdale, but I want to watch Sabrina. You can. Yeah, you can. (laughs) I'm sure you can. Uh, yeah, I, but I, yeah, I want to go back and watch Riverdale because the first episode was stupid and off-putting, but it gets worse. Yeah. And by worse, I mean better, well, you, right? And you get used to its tone and yeah. like what it's doing and just laugh at it. Yeah. It's, it's enjoy, it's incredibly enjoyable for it, what it is. Okay. <laughs> let me ask you this. Do they, do they at one point kind of realize how ridiculous their show is and then kind of lean into like double down on how melodramatic and weird and kind of goofy it is. No, no, it just kind of stays at that yeah. level. Okay, okay. Well, still, I'm interested. Sure, sure. Okay. Well, uh, I think we covered Batwoman. I don't know how we ended up on on Riverdale, Riverdale but okay. Uh, okay, you guys pick pick a news. Well, okay, we're gonna talk about bad DC shows. Sure. Krypton. Ugh. The has anybody actually watched Krypton? Is that out? I think it's out. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, does anyone have the sci-fi network? Because no. that's what it's on. Uh, I have it on Hulu. Oh, it's on Hulu? Well, yeah. So anyway, Krypton, for people who may not remember, uh, is the... Lame! <laughs> yeah. Is the uh, Superman equivalent to Gotham. In every way. <laughs> so it's a, it's a series that takes place before Superman, before Krypton blows up on Krypton. And much like Gotham... In Krypton, you know exactly how the story is going to end, so what's the point? <laughs> right. But in lighter news... Lois, than... the whole planet's going to explode. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers, Cody. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I'm Brainiac and something. I don't know. Mm. But they released a picture of what Lobo's going to look like, because they're bringing the main man in. He looks like Lobo. He looks like Lobo, which is, cool. which is I love really Lobo. cool. Yeah. <laughs> he's black and white space biker Rob Zombie guy. Oh, yeah. yeah he's like the embodiment of... Extreme in 90s space alien. Yes, that's the joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like space biker 90s to 11. It's great. He was like l- chains and skulls. And, and he talks like a pro wrestler. Yeah. He was literally created to poke fun at mm-hmm. that that's right. particular yep. thing. Yep, yep. Take that, wife. And, and that's why I like Lobo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was Keith Giffen making a joke on Rob Liefeld, which is great. The main man's coming to your bad TV. <laughs> oh, man. I hope he talks like Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. I mean, that's he always really how should. I... Whenever I read Lobo, that's how I That's, that's how, how I, I read him it as well. That's yeah. how he sounds in Justice League action, doesn't he? I think so. Yeah. Which is a great show that doesn't get the respect it deserves. Nobody talks about it. But yeah. It's, it's, it's good. I mean, it's I, on Hulu as well. I've never yeah. searched it out, but it's I've, the couple episodes I've seen are really good. It's, it's really fun and great. It's up there with Brave and the Bold. Yeah. There's one where it's... Uh, all the characters are voiced by Mark Hamill. It's... Because Mark Hamill does Swamp Thing on that show, and it's an episode where um, oh yeah, the, well, gets the trickster and the Joker go on a crime spree, and they kidnap the real Mark Hamill, and they kidnap yeah. the real Mark Hamill. Yeah, so I, it's, I feel like there was a third character in there, probably oh, Swamp Solomon sa- Grundy. It's Grundy. Is it Grundy? Grundy's somewhere in there. He gets saved by Swamp Thing, I yeah. believe. Yeah, he gets yeah. saved by Swamp Thing, but I think Grundy's in there because he does the voice of Solomon Grundy. As I well. love Mark Hamill's Swamp Thing too. Oh yeah, I just like Mark Hamill's voice actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, there's that. Yeah. 
Ah, sure, Lobo, why not? Uh, he's just obscure enough that they can do whatever they want with him or make him exactly how he is in the comics because why not? Space biker who loves space dolphins. <laughs> and beating people up. And beating people up. Because comics. In continuing DC news, uh, James Gunn is in talks to write the next Suicide Squad movie, which... Okay. Yeah. Why not? Hey. Maybe it'll get good. Do something with those characters. Because Margot Margot Robbie was good as Harley Quinn and Will Smith. I mean, his version of... (laughs) Will Smith was Will Smith. And with the exception of After Earth, if you... And I guess the Netflix... Bright. um, Bright. Yeah. I guess his last couple of movies have kind of been stinkers. But I think you can still get a decent movie out of Will Smith. If he cares, and if he has a decent writing and decent directing behind him. And his kid's not in it. And his kid's not in it, yeah. If James Gunn managed to take the Guardians of the Galaxy weirdos and make like one of the best MCU movies out of it, mm-hmm. then he definitely can make a good Suicide Squad movie if they give him the control that he should have. I'm in. That's cool. You know what would be really funny? Uh, Dave Bastista was very vocal about how he was displeased with the uh, firing of James Gunn through all of this stuff, like incredibly vocal. Wouldn't it be great if they somehow got him? Yeah. If he jumped ship too, somewhere, somewhere in there. Now he's King shark. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, that would be so good. Cause he wouldn't have to change his act any. (laughs) No, he wouldn't. He'd just wear a shark head. Yeah. Yeah. Just give him a prosthetic shark head, paper mache (laughs) shark head. Just do it. With Dave. like his face sticking out of like a like a hole cut for his face. No. And he's still got all his Drax makeup on. That'd be great. <laughs> yes. He just refers to himself as Drax. <laughs> he stands very still. Yes. Uh all right. So I guess we have one more DC movie news thing. Uh there was a five minute uh teaser trailer for uh, I guess extended teaser trailer there, there was a short Aquaman film kind of yeah <laughs> yeah uh it's really good yeah it seemed good it's a shame that they're ruining this one scene for everyone yeah spoiling it ahead of time yeah fool, fool me once DC yeah but I don't know I like this Aquaman he's stupid he's <laughs> real dumb and he's definitely aqua bro I've always been kind of an Aquaman fan and you don't I, say but uh yeah i've always been kind of an aquaman fan but i understand i recognize that he's kind of a dumb character and i love dumb aquaman he was great as dumb king of the ocean and brave and the bold uh by john dimaggio (laughs) outrageous outrageous this shall be our adventure called (laughs) aquaman's adventure under the sea featuring batman or whatever uh and i and i like i really like uh um What's his name? Jason Momoa. I really like Jason Momoa as Aquaman. I think he's he knows how ridiculous his character is and is kind of allowed to play towards that, I think. I mean, he was one of my favorite parts in Justice League. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. he knew he was in a stink burger of a movie, so he just was <laughs> just did whatever. He just went ham with it. Yeah. Dressed like a bat. I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this scene this uh extended scene was really cool. Um I forgot that Nicole Kidman was in this. had a has had a bit part as as his mom. Oh yeah, yeah. Aqua Mom. Aqua Mom. <laughs> and uh, did you see... wet mommy? <laughs> and there's the episode title. Thank you very much. <laughs> Aquaman's mom, wet mommy. <laughs> now was her name Martha too? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> moist matriarch. Yes. The moist matriarch of Aquaman, <laughs> wet mommy. <laughs> Uh, but uh, but did you see um and ocean daddy and ocean daddy wet mommy and ocean daddy yeah there we go nailed it uh. nailed it I love it king of Atlantis ocean daddy <laughs> uh all right did you see what's his name the Ivan Drago from Rocky Four. Dolph Lundgren? Dolph Lundgren. Did you see Dolph Lundgren in there? No. For some yeah. reason, I thought you were talking about Carl Drogo. Drogo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jason Momoa's other character? Yeah. Right, yeah. Did you, hey, did you see? I think the guy from the from the Game of Thrones is in that movie. Did you know? No, uh, yeah. What's up with the um, wet Death Rocky? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, uh, 
but yeah, uh, Dolph Lundgren's in it as well. That looks really cool. I mean, he's almost unrecognizable because of his red hair and goatee. And oh, is that who that that's was? That's who that was. Yeah. Is he Ocean? No, it's not Ocean. He's Master. not Ocean Master. He's um, they. He's a character that they've introduced relatively recently as like the Atlantean, like head of the like the um, military. Military. Mm. I forget what his name is. It's not Volko. Uh, because Volko's like the head advisor, mm. but it's like something along those lines. He's he's been in the comics, and that actually reminds me, it's not on the uh, board, but uh, I saw a trailer uh, when I went to see Venom for Creed Two. Did you know they're <laughs> doing a second Creed movie? No. Yes. And the twist is they're fighting the Russian son. <laughs> Rocky Four is still in continuity, <laughs> and that means. Holly's stupid robot is still in continuity. <laughs> and that is the best news. I mean, Rocky Four is my favorite Rocky. Rocky Four is the best Rocky, as far as I'm concerned. Rocky Four and Rocky Balboa. I really love Rocky Balboa. I still never saw Rocky I've Balboa. never seen any of or these Creed. movies. Creed's okay. You know what I like? Punch Out. <laughs> eh, same thing, you it's know. My favorite Rocky movie is Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Perfect. Same, same thing. <laughs> All right, so hey, we got a couple of quick hits to go through here while we're... Um, rattling through some stuff um there was one image released for the star wars tv miniseries the mandalorian john favreau's show and i mean it looks it looks like a boba fett toe to tip that's a boba fett yeah and people are gonna go nuts for it depending on who's inside the armor and what's going on with it i i hope oh my god i am hoping that it's actually a woman i know i was just thinking the same oh man people will lose their what, but, what if what if they judge dread it and he keeps the hel- they keep the helmet on all the time until the very end and then they pull a Metroid? Yes, yes, yes. That would be so good because th- this this movie is set uh, ten years before Force Awakens, so it's like it's definitely not Boba Fett at this point. I oh, yeah, think just, I, I, he dead. He's super dead. So I like. Pit. I was I was getting excited because I was like, oh man, maybe it's Sabine, but then Sabine would be too old. Mm-hmm. Because she's like best character in Rebels. Yeah, they need to. And Chopper. They need to move her into the main continuity. Like, right. Well, she. Is, I mean, she is, is. She is. She needs to be in a movie like right now. It very well could be someone from uh, Rebels, um, because uh, there's a list of, along with this uh, image, there was a uh, short list of directors uh, announced for some episodes, including Deborah Chow, who did some episodes of Jessica Jones uh, and Mr. Robot. Uh, Rick uh, Famu, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Um, I'm apologized to the director. I'm sure he's listening. Say Famitsu. The guy who did the movie Dope. I don't know how to say his. Yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard is directing an episode of it, which like is kind of cool. Jurassic World. Yeah, <laughs> like Ron Howard's daughter, Taika Waititi is doing an episode. Oh my god! Yes. Hey, oh uh, my god. Hey, we're, we're going to do a Star Wars, you know? You want to come? It's so good. <laughs> and uh leading to that last point that I made, Dave Filoni, uh known for his work on Clone Wars and Rebels. He's like the main dude directing the first episode as well as a couple other episodes in in the 10th episode arc. It's going to it's going to be a 10 episode mini series. Hmm. It's not hey. a, it's not an ongoing series. Hey, can we have a Taika Waititi Star Wars movie, please? Oh man. Please. Can can he both direct it and star in it as his character from Thor? Korg, <laughs> Korg. I just want Korg in this in the Star Wars universe. Star Wars, Korg Wars, Star Korgs, <laughs> and the Porgs. Yes, Star Korg and the Porgs. <laughs> oh God! I found these Porgs. I can't do a New Zealander accent. I that was awful. You no, you don't. I hate Porgs. So no, much. you don't. Yes, porgs do. are the best. No, porgs are the best. No. They look. Like little tiny screaming monster birds, and they're the best. Because <laughs> they are. <laughs> I'm ambivalent towards the Porg. I think they're stupid and great. <laughs> I think they're great because they're so stupid. Those little <sighs> dumb bird things. Stupid um, puffins. Uh, okay, so moving on to other stuff. Game Boy. Uh, Game Boy news. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the video game segment of the show, the Game Boys. <laughs> Ding. Yeah. Okay. I'm Game Boy Player One. Cody Pinnock, woo! <laughs> Get your link cables out. It's time for the Game Boys. Uh. All right. Nintendo just released a patent for a phone case that would, in theory, connect to the front of your iPhone or smartphone or whatever and, and allow you to play, like, old Game Boy games on it, kind of like the uh, Nintendo Classic kind of thing, but for your smartphone. 
if it gets made, that's a great idea, and I would buy one. But Cody, you brought up a really yeah. good point before the I, show. I honestly don't think they're gonna actually make this. I think this is just a patent to try and block uh, Hyperkin from making their uh, Game Boy case, which is a the thing they've they've done been wanting to do. Yeah, for Android, it's, mm-hmm. there was literally a case you could. But I don't know if they did they start selling it or mm-hmm. are they still working on it? They were it? still working on it, I think, because if they. We're done with it and selling it. I don't think Nintendo could patent it at that That's point. That's true. I kind of agree with you on that because there was also some patents that Nintendo put out a little while ago about an actual like Game Boy-sized device that is probably going to be the, the Game Boy Classic, uh, which I'm excited for. Sure, why not? But yeah, I mean, if this case comes to fruition, I would probably buy it. Oh yeah, I absolutely would. But you're right. It's probably just kind of patent blocking or whatever that is my finger quotes expert analysis (laughs) so says the game boy yeah (laughs) well make way for the game man (laughs) what if nintendo literally released a console called the game man (laughs) it's just a game boy in like a business suit and a boat in a briefcase (laughs) the game salary man oh don't talk too loud funko will hear you it would just be the game boy from captain n the game masters Or Bemo, it would just be it'd just Bemo. Be Bemo. Just, yeah, yeah. Just hey, be I, I, I play a playable Bemo. Oh sure, there was an app. There was a Bemo app that turned your phone into a playable Bemo. Yeah, it was pretty cute. Yeah, had uh, original voice acting and everything. Nice. Okay, so uh, moving on, uh, what's the skinny with Fallout seventy six? So Fallout seventy six is the online Fallout game that's coming out. Where... Beta for it starts really soon, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so unlike other fallouts where it was a single player game, you were able to play online with other people. So you pretty much only can really. Yes. <laughs> yes. So they said they were going to have microtransactions, cue groaning, yeah. but much like in the light of Overwatch and Fortnite, it will be only for, uh, cosmetic things. The, uh, currency is called atoms. Supposedly they're just going to be like just making it rain on you with them. Like you leave the vault, you get some atoms, you kill a monster for the first time, you get some atoms. It's going to, it's going to be like quest rewards, things like that. Anyway, it's only supposed to be for cosmetic things for skins and things like that. Nothing to actually help you be better in the game. I, I don't like that name. Adams. No, I don't like that. It's too cornball. I mean, like it, not in the right fallout way or mm. quarks. Quarks, they're, they're smaller. Well, they're even smaller than you atoms. Get, you get fifty quarks, quarks, they become an atom. Mm-hmm. It's like Warcraft money. <laughs> no, no. And, and then there's a band in the universe called Fifty Quarks, none the richer. Oh, oh god. <laughs> and there's some protons. I did it good, you guys. I did it good. Anyway, and that was a good joke. It, it was. Should, I don't it, care. That's a good joke. It should be some sort of salvagey item, like a like bottle caps of the money. It should be some other kind of bottle cap esque thing. Rocks. Anyway, yeah. Nuka Quantum Caps <laughs> labels, like bottle labels, bottle uh, labels. So anyway, um, so people were talking about the microtransactions and how they're they were afraid of them because, to be fair, you know, a lot of microtransactions in games are garbage. A lot, a lot of microtransactions have ruined a lot of games. Yes, like yes. Star Wars Battlefront, for example. <laughs> yeah. But and there's also going to be a perk card system, kind of similar to battlefront but you're not going to actually buy them with money you will only earn them in the game not until they start not making enough money on the game and then that's when you'll buy the card <laughs> uh-huh yeah well that's what they're saying right now is their 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 goal is not to have you pay real money for anything that will help you in the game which okay that's fine whatever okay eh I can see this changing 3 years from now yes like, when the game's no longer popular <laughs> yeah yeah and they yeah. got to keep the servers running. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, nope. That's I. I, I Honestly, agree. I like Fallout. I'm not really that excited about Fallout 76. I haven't been. The yeah. only reason I'm excited for it is because it has Mothman it's like in it. Mothman. It's a Mothman. You can go yeah. to the Mothman Museum within the game. That's like, cool. Yeah. And I do really love Fallout, and I'll give anything Fallout a chance. Okay, so we only have a couple more minutes, so we'll rattle through these. Uh, Pokemon Go is releasing the Gen Four. Um, things soon there was an actual trailer that came out announcing it probably by the end of the month the theory is there's going to be a a halloween event near the end of the month that's going to have a bunch of ghosts because there's a bunch of ghosts in gen 4 and then after that they're just going to roll the rest of them out 
remember how long it took them to roll out Gen Two? Oh yeah, yeah. it's and been, now they're just like pounding them. Not really. It's been almost a year since. Really? It's, it's yeah, been a, a it's been a year since Gen Three. People have been screaming about it for a while. Along with that, there's been a, there's going to be a bunch of balance uh, tweaks to how gems work and and stuff like that. Uh, basically, making it uh, um, less lame to fight a bunch of like uh, Chanseys and Blissies and gems and not be able to beat them curb the slacking please yes pretty much Uh, way too many slacking yeah although hey that's my best one that i (laughs) own so uh okay so moving on from that toys r us may not be dead after all they just did the company that owns them just did kind of a scumbag move apparently that's what it sounds like Uh, yeah they're canceled the bankruptcy well it's like they they did like a soft bankruptcy to liquidate all of their stuff and make a bunch of money real quick and then cancel the ba- bankruptcy and they're going to bring them back you like think, in like small, like a, you know, spread them out a little bit further or something. You like think that. maybe they won't go to big, big stores anymore. they will be like smaller. Like I think they will be big stores, but I think they will only be in select cities. Like, I don't think like, I know around here there was one in Columbus. down, down in sawmill. There was one in Polaris. There's one in Mansfield. There's one like all these different places. I could see maybe Columbus getting one. And yeah. everybody going to that one. I can see like maybe like New York City getting one, and like you know just major hub cities getting like a Toys R Us, yeah. mm. making it kind of a uh, a place to go instead of just like oh it's like the Walmart but just toys, which is what Toys R Us kind of became. Yeah, though when they were going out of business, the sales and their stuff wasn't that great. I don't, I, I, don't I got know. some I got, cheap stuff. I got some good stuff. I got a, a drop mix for next to nothing. Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah, it's a fun game. I uh, got some Nintendo figures for dirt cheap. Yeah, I would have gotten some Amiibos if I hadn't bought no, them, all them all as they were coming out like an idiot. Uh, but did, enough about that. Did you get the new Mega Man? Uh, it's on the way, and it's coming in the uh, fancy uh, Japanese exclusive box. Oh, nice. So it's actually going to have box art. I mean, I'll just rip it out of the box <laughs> because I have no pride in my collection, but whatever. Uh, last thing, and unfortunately we don't have a ton of time to talk about this, but it, we need to bring it up. It's kind of a follow-up to the Telltale uh, Games uh, closure uh, article that we talked about uh, at length last episode. Um, last time we, we talked about it, we mentioned that there's going to be a, a skeleton crew of about 25 people that are going to be left uh, unfired uh, to kind of help fulfill their um, obligations. Contract- contractual obligations. Namely, the Netflix uh, Minecraft game thing. Well, I guess that's not the case. They fired everybody. Yeah, they're all gone now. Everybody's gone. And the uh, running theory is that Telltale is uh, did that in order to pool as much money as they possibly can for all of the impending lawsuits they're going to be getting from all of their former employees and every business and IP holder that they paid Telltale to make games out of, and then they closed and took all that money. I could see a class action lawsuit for the last season of Walking Dead that people only got two episodes of. Yep. Now, uh, going along with that, Skybound, Robert Kirkman's uh, company, the guy who did who Walking created Dead, Walking Rocky, Dead. Yeah. Um, has bought the rights to the uh, Walking Dead game and has basically said that if he can get enough uh, developers from Telltale to come back you know, out of the love of the IP, basically, uh, he wants to finish up um, the storyline. Clementine. Clementine's story from uh, from that game. And, you know, on the surface, that sounds like a good idea. But, man, if I were a dev, I wouldn't do it. Cause Why I don't just, they just make a comic? That's what they should do. Because, yeah, I mean, all these devs and, uh, you know, game creators and stuff who lost their job, they had to go and find new jobs quick. And a lot of companies uh, picked them up. You know, I mean, they, I mean, they were pretty, pretty much scooped up from from there, and to ask these guys to go back and basically work at scale with no benefits or anything to finish a game out of the kindness of their own heart, basically, is kind of ridiculous and kind of a crummy move. Yeah, I wouldn't want to touch anything Telltale related nah, after that. After that happened, nah, I, I, I would either. not be interested. Nope, 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 nope. They should just do a comic and end it. Yeah. Yep. Hey, they they've burnt any good faith they've had. Spoiler alert: your employees won't won't sue you if you don't fire them. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Surprise fire them. Yeah. 
All right, so I think that pretty well covers everything for the week, so we have to get out of here. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us on most forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can follow us, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nerd Overload TV, uh, if you want to do that. Yeah, that'd be great. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, and just about anywhere else you can, you can find podcasts, you can find this show. Uh, we have t-shirts. Uh, go to bit.ly backslash nerdoverloadt. A little bit of the sales of those shirts go back to kind of help the, keep the show going, and we much appreciate all of that. And yeah, I think that pretty well covers everything. So again, until next week, pizza out. Ooh, Ooh spooky. Boo, boo. spooky. <laughs>